What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 41 for the week of December 4th, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all the information that you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. If my voice sounds funny, it's because I'm battling a cold and a cough and it's no fun, but let's get started anyway. In case you missed it this week, the Disney Plus release date has been announced for season three of The Mandalorian. The title and first trailer have been revealed for Indiana Jones 5. And the first trailer has also been released for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 in 10 News Blast segment, where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. So let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights, which include the premieres of the Disney Plus original animated movie, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, uh, the first two episodes of Willow, and the Pentatonix holiday special are now streaming. New episodes also continue to release for the Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2, the Santa Clauses, and Season 2 of the Mysterious Benedict Society. Uh, on Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, new episodes are available for Welcome to Chippendales and Fleischman is in Trouble. Uh, and on Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland, all episodes of The Patient are now streaming. And later in this episode, we are going to give uh, our little reviews and discuss uh, Welcome to Chippendales, Willow, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, and that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, so up first, though, uh, the Disney Plus release date has been announced for Season 3 of The Mandalorian, and it is a little bit later than what we were expecting, and this is really upsetting to me. <laughs> it's not that much later. So yeah, so previously they said that was coming in February of 2023. Season 3 will now arrive on Disney Plus on Wednesday, March 1st. 2023 i just don't want to wait anymore for the mandalorian i'm ready for it i don't like delays an extra week feels like months to me <laughs> an at this eternity. Point. um anyway uh what else what is next uh oh so this gave me all the feels when i saw it uh indiana jones 5 we've got uh the first uh trailer that has been released for that and uh they gave us the title mm -hmm. and i I think it looks really good just based off that. I, 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 I know like trailers can be deceiving, but it looked good to me. No, it looks really good. It has the same vibe as all the other films. Um, I'm really excited for this to come out. So the title is Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. Harrison Ford returns as the legendary hero, archaeologist, and the highly anticipated fifth installment of the iconic Indi Indiana Jones franchise, which is directed by James Mangold. Starring along with Ford are Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Antonio Banderas, John Rhys-Davies, and more. Uh, so, yeah, what everybody was talking about is it shows a de-aged Harrison Ford that was done by C. 
you know, like computer graphics or like, like and, Luke Skywalker in the uh, yes, in the but that was like of. that was done in the beginning stages of this technology, and it kind of looked it's unnatural or yeah. something. Sometimes but this looks perfect. It looks so good. So I always talk about that. Uh, if you have not seen the trailer, we have it up on the website along with some stills and a poster. And then another thing I just want to say is John Williams is coming back to score for the movie. So he has scored each indie adventure since the original Raiders of the Lost Ark. We talked about him coming back for the doing the theme for the OV series. He's 91. Yeah, every, everyone's saying like, oh, Harrison Ford's 80 in this. And yeah. John Williams says, hold my beer. I'm 90 and I'm still doing right? it. So yeah, no, that I I really Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was a, a bit of a downer. I think mm-hmm. everyone knows that, but like those the first three indie movies are I mean that that's my childhood right there. I loved those. I still think that they're they they hold up really well uh, the, in this day and age. So really looking forward to uh, the new Indiana Jones. I'll I'll definitely want to see that. Uh, you know the moment it's, it is. Uh, released in theaters and speaking of the moment it's released in theaters there's another one that i definitely want to check out and michelle i know you're a huge fan yes. so we've got the new uh or the first trailer that has been released for guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. volume three and it looks like more of the same to me and that's not a bad thing no so this comes out in theaters may 5th 2023 uh, I've talked about this before, the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're some of my favorite characters. So um, the trailer did not disappoint. Um, it could, So it's set to the song from the 90s by Space Hog mm-hmm. in the meantime, which was... It's a great song. It's a great song. But it starts off, and I literally laughed out loud the first few seconds. It was so funny. But then it kind of took a turn and almost got a little bit emotional in the trailer. Um, and we see like a baby rocket... And uh, his girlfriend, the otter, that's from the comics. I think her name is is Lila or Lila. Um, But the big rumor is that that, his girlfriend, the otter, is going to be voiced by Lady Gaga. And, you know, Bradley Cooper is the voice for Rocket. And it does kind of make sense because those two um, were in A Star is Born. And Mm -hmm. they had this great chemistry off screen as well. So I could see that being the case. Nothing's been announced, just a rumor. But... You can check out, we've got the trailer, we've got a new poster for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, um, and definitely check it out. Well, if, if, if she is there, I, I hope that we get a little snippet of the uh, duet of uh, their, their song together in, in the movie. Oh That'd yeah, they great. just break out in song. Of course. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is very, very <laughs> musical, musically heavy, so why not? Um, that that's all the top stories, and and they're they're really good this week. So, uh, you can find links to all of those articles on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. Uh, let's just go ahead and get right into the news blast segment, Michelle, because I feel like I might have a coughing fit coming on pretty okay. soon. So we got to get hurry. out of here in in, in ten minutes. Uh, so you are first. Uh, what do you got? Okay, so lucasfilm launched its new willow series on disney plus on november 30th and previously it was announced that it was just going to be one episode that really would release on the 30th mm-hmm. but they surprised us they released two episodes so the schedule kind of changed now so uh now the finale there's a total of eight episodes now the finale will air on january 11th uh 2023 well that's good news for the willow fans uh we've got uh, uh, the the countdown is on to the debut of the original movie Night at the Museum, Ka Moon Ra Rises Again on Disney Plus. 
And to celebrate, the trailer and poster for the all-new animated adventure are both available now. Uh, this is based on the popular film franchise. Uh, Night at the Museum, Kamura Rises Again debuts exclusively on Disney Plus on December 9th of... Uh, that's like next week? This Later this week. Mm-hmm. My gosh, it's coming up fast. Friday. It, the animation does look really good at this. I love that style that they're using. Mm, it does look good. So uh, National Geographic's Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom Season 2 uh, premieres with back-to-back episodes on National Geographic and Nat Geo Wild on January 1st. And then all episodes from Season 2 will be available on Disney Plus on January 4th. Um, if you are not familiar with this series, Season 1 is available to stream now on Disney+. Plus. It kind of gives an inside look of the animals um, at Walt Disney World. So like uh, Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Seas with Nemo and Friends. And then this season, they'll also, uh, some of the stories will focus on the medical aspects of animal care, including sea turtles, receiving urgent care in Epcot, a young rhino with a cracked horn, and Okapi giving birth. Um, other stories focus on milestones like Rosie's, including a birthday party for a Galapagos tortoise, two elephants' first date, and Disney's first black tip reef shark. I forgot about that series. I if you're an animal out. lover, um, it's it's really interesting. Absolutely. Uh, so they Disney just had uh, their Asia Pacific Disney Content Showcase event in Singapore. And they revealed a robust slate of more than 50 local and global titles, including a new documentary series, BTS Monuments Beyond the Star, which is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Uh, This series is going to take a look behind the incredible journey of the 21st century pop icons, BTS. BTS Monuments uh, will feature unprecedented access to an extensive collection of music and video footage of the band over the past nine years of their existence. Uh, this series will also feature their da- their daily lives, thoughts, and plans of BTS's seven members as they prepare for their second chapter. I think they're on like a break while they're those guys have to like serve in the South Korean army. Oh or yeah, something. I remember hearing about that. But they are so popular. <laughs> so God forbid the sex scandal that brought down a dynasty is Hulu's most watched documentary to date. Uh, The new record, set by God Forbid, was previously held by 2019's Firefest and counts all original and non-original docs based on hours streamed within the first three weeks. So in this revealing documentary, Giancarlo Granda, former pool attendant at the Fountain Blue Hotel, shares the intimate details of his seven-year relationship with a charming older woman, Becky Falwell, and her husband, the evangelical Trump stalwart Jerry Falwell Jr., so, uh, like I said, this is available to stream now on Hulu in the United States and also on Disney Plus in many countries, including Canada, Australia, New Zealand, United Kingdom, and Ireland. Disney Plus has announced that the addictive original drama series Tell Me Lies, based on Carola Lovering's novel of the same name, has been renewed for a second season. The first season followed a tumultuous but intoxicating relationship as it unfolded over the course of eight years when Lucy Albright and Stephen uh, DeMarco meet at college. They are at a formative age when seemingly mundane choices lead the way to irrevocable consequences. Although their partnership or relationship begins like any typical campus romance, they typically... I can't read. They quickly fall into an addictive entanglement. 
that will permanently alter not only their lives, but the lives of everyone around them. I haven't seen that, but I know it is pretty popular, so Mm -hmm. second season coming soon. So Deadline has confirmed a rumor that was going around this week, and that is that Sopranos prequel actor Michael Gandolfini has been cast in Daredevil Born Again. That's the uh, new Daredevil series that's coming to Disney Plus in 2024. So Deadline reports that Gandolfini is set for a major role opposite Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. And although character details are under wraps, it's possible that he plays an ambitious guy from Staten Island referred to as Liam. So this is gearing up to begin production uh, next year, uh, starting in February and continue through December. You might remember season one will consist of 18 episodes and it's coming in spring of 2024. Probably my most anticipated thing outside of anything Mandalorian related. Mm-hmm. Michael Gandolfini did a phenomenal job in uh, that many scenes of Newark. Uh, I know you play, watched playing it. The, yeah. Playing the young Tony Soprano, which was made famous by his father. So uh, he's he's got the uh, the DNA to uh, to to nail a, a good role. He's, he's got that. He's born to do that. I think they say. Uh, Disney branded television is developing. An animated workplace sitcom currently titled Intercats. The project hails from Pamela Rybin and Baobab Studios. Uh, Rybin will be heavily involved with the development of Intercats under a new first look deal she has signed with Disney branded television's animation studio, Disney Television Animation. The series is said to be about cats, about the cats who produce the hysterical cat videos that go viral on the internet. It ranges. It features a ragtag team of cats aspiring to get what all cats want: their independence. But to do so, they must first learn to navigate their own internal relationships and build upon their success as the premier studio for viral cat videos. That sounds like something. <laughs> something you would watch, or just something? I mean, I like cat videos, right? So maybe. So Deadline is reporting that Disney is working on an original musical feature inspired by a dynamic princess from Indian history. The project hails from Bend It Like Beckham filmmaker Gurinder Chadha and Paul Mayetta Burgess. The two will both write while Chadha will also direct and produce. No plot details were revealed, but Deadline says the project is under the umbrella of Sean Bailey, president of Walt Disney Studios Motion Picture Production. Uh, FX has ordered a pilot for a new animated series from Drew Goddard uh, entitled The Trenches. Uh, The Trenches is a half-hour comedy about a modern family of monster hunters. Goddard is the creator and executive producer behind Netflix's Daredevil uh, and wrote the pilot and will serve as executive producer alongside Sarah Esberg for Goddard Textiles, the project is being produced by 20th Century or 20th Television Animation. Goddard is currently under an overall with uh, ABC Signature. So uh, I like uh, Daredevil a lot. So hopefully yeah. that's good too. That's going to do it for our news blast this week. So uh, it's review time. And because, as I mentioned earlier, we've got four different things we're going to give our little short reviews on. Uh, now, on the website, DisneyPlusInformer.com, we've got written reviews up for all, all of these yeah, things, Yeah, if right? you want more detailed reviews, go ahead and check those out. Um, and, and, and as I mentioned earlier, I've got, like, these coughing fits that keep happening. I know my voice sounds kind of funny today because of all the coughing and just not feeling so well. So I keep rambling here 
a lot of words to say that we're not going to talk a whole lot about these like we normally would. So uh, we're doing a very condensed version uh, so, of these so, reviews. So, so a today. short but sweet reviews. Yeah. Um, like I, like I mentioned, we've got uh, Welcome to Chippendales, Willow, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, uh, Roderick Rules, and that uh, game of the game Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So let's do worst to first. Worst to first. Guess uh, where I'm going with first. <laughs> uh, so Willow, you're up. Okay. So uh, yeah. So this this review is based on the first three episodes of this, and um, I don't mean to say that was bad or anything like that. And this series is, uh, you know, based off that 1980s Willow film that came out from uh, Lucasfilm. Yeah. And I was really excited about this when I first heard about it. I saw the trailer. I thought it looked good. Um, it's not necessarily bad. It just felt to me like a Disney-fied version of like a Lord of the Rings or we just had watched House of Dragons. It seemed like it was kind of in that realm or atmosphere, but just not as gritty. And, and, and um, you, you, you could tell like they, they wanted to do something like that, but more geared obviously like towards kids because yeah. it's Disney Plus. But And that's what I mean. It's not necessarily a bad thing. No, but it, it, it also like, it, like I feel like to accurately do t- shows like that, you've got to make sure you have the budget. And that's one thing that I feel it like didn't feel stood as epic out to me as is that like yeah. a lot of like a lot of it, like this, the, the scenes and the, the, special effects and stuff it didn't feel quite uh there for me like of what you might expect in some of those big like you know epic fantasy sci-fi type uh productions that you've possibly seen before plot is easy to follow i like the characters um one of the things i think one of the first things we said is wow this is really bright yeah (laughs) it's very bright it's very colorful yeah um but the scenery is amazing and beautiful and gorgeous uh so I mean, I, I'm not going to say that this is bad. I definitely think it's worth your time to give it a shot. Check it out, especially if you like those um, fantastical types of series. Um, mm-hmm. There's lots of sword wielding and all that action. Um, I am going. I'm going with a seven and a half. Oh, that's 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 too high. I, I for me the 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 first ones for me personally. The, I had a, a lot of nostalgia for the first one. Uh, it didn't do it for me. This is just like a, a six for the first three episodes. It's not bad, but it's not good. It's it's just there. It's it's average at best. Um, still have to go back and you know there, there's other episodes or whatever. So maybe it will improve uh, down the line. I don't know. I I'm not too excited to continue on that journey at this point. Mm-hmm. But f- for the first three, it's a six. Uh, you know. Seven and a half, that's that's worth your time. So, you know, some people might like it, some might not. So, uh, you know, give it a shot and make up your own mind. Uh, so what's next? You're going worst to first. I think that, I mean, I know it's the best, but I these other two, the, okay, like, I what kind do of you... go either way. I'm thinking uh, the Diary yes. of the Wimpy Kid would be next. Yes. Um. So this is... Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. This is the second movie, the second animated movie on Disney Plus back, uh, you know, this is based on Jeff Kinney's uh, very popular book series. Uh, The first animated film came out last year in December, and that was only 56 minutes long. So (laughs) this second film clocked in quite a bit longer at one hour and 14 minutes, which seemed much better. The other one just seemed too short. This was developed 
way better than the first film too, I think. Uh, I, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I think that kids will really like it. It kind of shows the inks between like sibling rivalry. Um, there's some kind of funny moments in there. I think adults will be amused watching it with their kids as well. Uh, one of the things that I loved is that the Greg and Roderick's grandpa is uh, played by voiced by Ed Asner, the late Ed Asner. Yeah, it was wonderful to hear his voice again. Um, you know, he played Carl and Up. So that was a highlight for me. There is a soundtrack album that's available to download on digital platforms if you want to check that out. Um, But yeah, you can check out the written review. We have a trailer up on the website. Um, As far as a rating for me, I'm going to do 7.8. 7.8. I had never seen or uh, those were like books a book series and stuff too or wasn't diary of a wimpy kid like okay so that's based on that i had never seen it seen or read anything diary of a wimpy kid before going into it i did not have very high expectations uh but i it was enjoyable enough um i would give this I, i i would say like a seven for me um and i i think that that's a pretty good score and i'm sure if you're a fan of this uh this series or these characters, you'll probably enjoy it a lot more. But yeah, I, I definitely found it watchable. Uh, kids would definitely love it. I did like the dynamic between the two brothers. I thought that that was, yeah. uh, that was pretty well done. And uh, yeah, just kind of like the perfect length uh, movie too. I, mm. I liked it like short, bit sweet, but, but didn't drag on too long, not too much uh, filler or fluff. So yeah, seven for me and 7.8 for you. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, what's next. Okay. So, uh, we know it's best. So up next then is the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. holiday special. This was just crazy. It was so <laughs> out there. It, it and was. Weird. I I did like it though, and I loved. I mean, this was really holiday Christmas themed, very festive. I mean, even the music, and that was probably my favorite thing about the whole thing is the music. Um. So, I mean, we had songs from The Pumpkins, Fountains of Wayne, The Old 97s, even Kevin Bacon uh, takes the leads on one of the songs. Just absolutely well done. Um, The plot is kind of a little out there, kind of a little weird. I love seeing Kevin Bacon. Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately, I did enjoy it. Like I said, the music stands out. Loved it. Um, I am going to give this one a nine. Uh, eight for me and the it was really like unexpectedly good they they really nailed the christmas theming it was yeah it was crazy like the 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 plot line of it just you're not watching this for a plot line just go with it it's it's weird kevin bacon's great and uh the it, it just nails like the christmas vibes yeah the scenery the scenery and the music and the, yeah i feel like that's the most important thing with any me kind too. of christmas stuff so uh, the, we'll put this on the uh, in, in rotation to you know watch every Christmas or so. But yeah, uh, did I? You said what eight? Eight for you? Nine. Nine, and I said eight. Eight for me. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, it's just so weird. <laughs> I, I can't get over. <laughs> couldn't couldn't get over. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> why? Why is Kevin Bacon here? <laughs> but yeah, just out there. Uh, so that brings us then to dun, 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 the, yeah. the best uh, thing we're talking about here and that is welcome to chippendales 
And I didn't expect to like this one, but wow. Mm -hmm. So this is available to stream now on Hulu in the U.S. Um, It's also streaming on Disney Plus in Canada and um, Australia and New Zealand. It will be coming to Disney Plus in U.K. and Ireland on January 11th. Um, So this is eight episodes long. This review is based on all eight episodes. This is probably, it actually kind of blew me away. I did not think I was going to like this as much as I did. And I almost don't even like know how to talk about it. Like, because this is based on a true story and based on true events about uh, Soman Banerjee, Mm -hmm. who is basically the man that brought us Chippendales. Yeah, he's the original founder of Chippendales. and. Uh, you know, a lot of people have probably heard of Chippendales or, or the only thing they might know about Chippendales is that old Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley skit from uh, Saturday Night My Live. My favorite. <laughs> like, you know, I, I going into this series, I, I read up a little bit about it, like to see like, OK, this is based on a true story. Well, what true story? OK, it's a you know strip club for women or whatever. Like what, what true stories are behind that? And uh, th- this guy, like it, like th- it's a crazy tale of mm-hmm. of what he went through, and like you know, he he was a very kind of uh, like almost like you know uh, at the beginning of it, a sweet, uh, like very sympathetic, like good, kind of quiet and dull, quiet, like, dull yeah. guy. Uh, and in the end, he becomes like this vindictive, uh, paranoid, uh, very um, jealous crazy person and you know in in real life this guy murdered or had his his business partner murdered and then ended up uh supposedly committing suicide in jail and it's it's just a crazy story that i did not expect i, I didn't into it. i didn't know anything about that story until i watched this series and yeah. this is done by uh robert siegel is the showrunner who did pam and tommy that we Which love so was much a too phenomenal series and he He's got a, a certain style to his uh, his his series that that you can kind of like see it like you know he, he I, I don't know exactly how to like word that but like he they, they just all all have like this certain vibe to mm-hmm. him like the the I know what he, you're he, he nails like the past really well in his in his uh, series that he works on so uh, it was really fascinating to me to see like how this how he just came up with the idea and how he went along and like all these people came in to like perfect that one idea that he had and it kept growing and growing and i just really found that fascinating the music in it is awesome Mm -hmm. um and let's talk about the cast performances oh my gosh so kamal uh nanjiani emmy award performance outstanding if he is not uh you know making the rounds in award season like with like the golden globes and emmys and stuff I'll, I'll be surprised because he knocked it out of the park absolutely you know award worthy performance uh all around he because because like as i mentioned like at the big be- that character that he plays is so different from at the beginning of the series versus you know the middle and the end and he just nails all of it like he, he just a very powerful performance he he blew me away um, all all the actors did outstanding performances. Um, so uh, Murray Bartlett's in it, Juliet Lewis, Inale Ashford, uh, Quentin Player, uh, Robin De Jesus, who was in Tick Tick Boom, 
a really outstanding cast. They all did a phenomenal job. And Murray Bartlett is, uh, you might know from um, the White, Lotus. White Lotus, and I believe he won like an Emmy or something for his portrayal mm-hmm. in that. Uh, he was phenomenal as well. Uh, I, I just I, I can't rave enough about the the acting performances in it. Just so well done. So I give this a nine and a half. I would have given it a ten. However, I felt like the first four episodes were, or I don't even know if it was the first four, maybe even the first five, but they were better than the last couple episodes. I feel like um, I, I will. I'll deduct a half a point uh, with just, uh, with you just because I, I did feel like. Uh, th- it felt a little drawn out in places maybe where it possibly didn't have to be, but like it, it was gripping from like the first mm-hmm. episode and held me all the way through. Uh, I, and that's only a minor deduction because really like, I mean, it was so good beginning to end. Yeah. Um, they, they, maybe they could have done a little bit better to, to not take away the half point, but I'm right there with you. That's a 9.5 for me. Uh, one of the best series that I've seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it was really easy to get through. You know, like like you said, well, there's eight episodes, right? Mm-hmm. That's what there were. And, you know, just, if you, they, just they fly by. Yeah. I was just just so in, like, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen, like, the whole time. I didn't want to check my phone. I just wanted to it, It's very hard for me to maintain... Uh, my attention on anything that I'm watching, I'm always like constantly like, oh, what's going on on ESPN or whatever, like looking mm-hmm. at my phone. And I didn't do that in, in this episode. And that's a testament to how good it is. Uh, I think I liked it even more than Pam and Tommy overall. And I yeah. thought that, that show, that I was know. a great I, series yeah, I as did well. Too. Uh, but yeah, really just fascinating stuff. Like, you know, and I like give away like spoilers, but like, yeah, his, his first, uh, his first business partner or whatever like this is all based on a true story was like ended up like committing suicide also and like murdering his girlfriend like it was just a crazy like how did this guy get like you know you know figuratively into bed with like these people that like it's just like crazy how all that happened Mm -hmm. and like it's as true as can be as as far as it's a real story like sometimes they say that uh you know the truth is crazier than uh (laughs) than fiction so um that is going to do it then for our episode this week make sure you watch welcome to chippendales it's 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 definitely not a series just for women like like, oh no no No. like throw throw the any like thoughts of that out the window like anyone like that wants a just real visceral tale uh, will definitely enjoy that that's going to do it for this episode thank you so much for joining us we hope that you come back next week uh please take a moment to rate review and subscribe to our podcast we would totally appreciate that most importantly check out our website disneyplusinformer.com for all the latest news rumors reviews release schedules and more you can email us at podcast at disneyplusinformer.com you can follow us on Twitter at More Disney Plus. Make sure you're spelling out that plus. Stop by and visit our Facebook page. We'd love to see you there. I'm going to go take some cough medicine and go take a nap. <laughs> we'll see so you later. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.